All right, let's go. Welcome to Australian Transformers Weekly. We're bringing you Transformers news from around the world because none of it happens in Australia. Actually, that's not true. This week, some of it does happen in Australia. This is episode 209. We're recording live on Friday, the 14th of February, 2020. Tonight, we will be talking about Wonderfest 2020, not 2019, maybe a little bit of 2021, depending on how long it takes these masterpieces to turn up. New masterpiece figures, new Cyberverse Deluxe figures, and maybe some other stuff that might be new. All that and more is coming up on tonight's show. All right, welcome to the show. I'm Jason. Joining me this week, we have Bradley hailing all the way over from the other side of Australia in, I'm going to say, sunny Perth. How's it going over there? Uh, very sunny, very hot. And uh, truth be told, this is probably the most exciting Valentine's Day I've ever had. It's <laughs> <laughs> true. It is, it is Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day to you, dear listener. And to you, Bradley, and to you, Rax, over in Adelaide. How's it going? Uh, it's going well, thank you. It's about as romantic as Valentine's Day gets, and I wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah. Uh, look, did you get some new bots for Valentine's Day? Uh, no. <laughs> I did buy a, a Luke Skywalker figure arts, so, like, he can be my Valentine. Fair enough. Good. Okay. Conclusive, <laughs> <laughs> if it wasn't that. Uh, so how is your Luke Skywalker figure arts figure? Oh, he's my Valentine. He's a very handsome boy. He's very yeah, no, fair enough. Is it is it young Luke or old Luke? Is is that a bit telling if we ask that question? Uh, it's Luke from the good movie. From the good uh, movie. From the uh, good movie. Yeah. That's so ambiguous, Max. He doesn't uh, look like he's from Luke Empire from Strikes Back. Ah, uh, Return of the Jedi. The one you go into a tangent about figure arts and star wars movie quality i'm sorry <laughs> is, is there a correlation oh i mean the rise of skywalker figure arts were generally considered pretty shit so you know oh. maybe depends depends oh. on how you look at it maybe i'm just gonna suggest you can't have an opinion on star wars and like so i can't actually say what i'm I I, i'm just once more going to suggest you move your microphone closer to your mouth as well all right, Try that. Let's go with that. Yeah, that's Is better. That better. All right. Yes. Yeah. All right. Now let's we are. Now we are cooking with something explosive. We've actually probably just we've probably, we've probably just been banned from YouTube. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. You mentioned explosive. Um, that's that's hatred. Spawns hatred. No, 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 no. no. Fear leads to anger. Anger uh, leads to hate, and then hate. Leads to fear. Oh, wait, hang on. Um, it leads to suffering. I don't know. I, I feel like I feel like there's a circular correlation there. Yeah. Um. So, um, anyone been doing any Transformers related stuff this week, or have we all just been goofing off? Goofing off. I know you guys Always. have. I've <laughs> I've just been at uni for and done nothing else. So. So you've you've been at you've been at a uni that's right. You've been at a uni that was not closed due to the coronavirus. 
Well, I was at a uh, campus where for some, but isn't all in Chinese students. I don't know why. I think it's a degree thing. Fair enough. The fair enough. Agricultural campus. I don't. It's. I don't know why. It's just um, how it is. I had a, I, I had a. Well, maybe maybe that's why. Maybe that's why. Um, I was going to say maybe that's why your campus is still open, but you just made that joke. Um, I had a rather devastating blow to my week from due to the coronavirus because uh, I was due to head off to Barcelona next next Thursday for a week and a bit, and the uh, trade show that I'm going to has been cancelled and called off, and it is no longer happening. That's um, that's uh, the the lovely trade show that I enjoy going to every year in Barcelona, Mobile Congress, and. Uh, a little bit disappointed, a little bit sad, but um, means um, means I get to bank a week of leave to use later in the year. Yeah, that's oh, good. in of. Barcelona. It is. It is. Ah, um, bang. My, he's from Barcelona. My my. <laughs> oh, Barcelona. Um, <laughs> so uh, yeah, no. Um, to make to make it slightly Transformers related, it's actually the place that I've found um, the. I found the primitive skateboarding Powermaster Optimus Prime at 40 euros, and I found the Transformers Tribute Orion Pax and War for Cybertron Optimus Prime 2-pack also for 40 euros in a department store there. Wasn't it a few years ago you found the uh, those add-on Combiner Wars limbs and had yes, to... Yes, it was the year before that. Pick them up for much everyone? Yep. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was the it was the the Hasbro exclusive one. It was it was dead end, wasn't it? Or break um, down. Oh, uh, Wild Rider. Yeah, the um, break Wild Rider slingshot or whatever they called them. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. that's right. Oh, remember that? Remember those heady days of like exclusive exclusive Transformers that Hasbro would release in small quantities to every single shop on the planet. Mm. <laughs> Good times. Sure that early Combiner Wars was certainly something. Yeah. What was Lake Combiner Wars? Lake Combiner Wars made sense. Lake Combiner Wars was just, okay, here's a wave. There's all the figures in the wave. Yeah, it was uh, wave wave one and two were messed up, but everything else was okay. I mean, you could still make a combiner. Yeah. And then they just sort of kept on putting out combiners for the next like, three years after Combiner Wars using the same yep. models. Yeah, we're still getting them. Here we are. The Seacons are, are just starting to hit... Uh, Starting to hit collector's shelves now as well. Oh, yeah. All right. Um, shall we, since we've started talking about Transformers, shall we continue and talk about some news? Nice segue. It's very subtle. It's very subtle. Segways are, segues are not actually good if you draw attention to them. So thank you, Bradley. Ooh, my apologies. Oh, oh, oops. Yes. I, I, need, I need the Segway Jetsons sound effect. Anywho. <laughs> we're going to move swiftly on. And get to the news. Straight into news. Hasbro news. That will take us into some news. What news comes from by yonder? Um, this happened this week. Mm. Um, look at look at that look at that very pretty. <laughs> Sorry, the the dog has just walked in, done a circle behind my chair, and walked out. Um, <laughs> uh, so we are we are looking at photographs from Wonderfest, uh, taken by TCCA member Chris Wan. I thought we might actually use uh, might actually use some photos taken by someone who is actually close to our group membership. Um, so Chris Wan was in Tokyo for Wonderfest, 
and uh, he snapped some photos of the new masterpiece reveals. Now, I feel like uh, I feel like this is these are probably painted prototypes. I'm assuming, but um, there's some shiny stuff on Tigertron, um, and there's also a bit of a controversy about the the other reveal. Now, let's stick with Tigertron for now. So, uh, Tigertron does look like an upscaled version of Cheetor, which you can see in the background, with a bit more detail on some of his limbs. Now, that's how I've been looking at him. Other people are like, no, no, you're wrong, blah, blah, blah. But I feel like the, I feel like the crotch design pretty much says I'm right. Now, I'm not that familiar with Beast Wars, but I cannot have a gap in my masterpiece numbering, which means, yeah, I'm going to get Tigertron. Um, and, like, I'll probably, I'll probably enjoy... The design of the figure i'll probably like it although the character doesn't necessarily mean that much to me um what, what's your guys take on on tiger from being mp50 did you did you think it would be something a little bit more prestigious or is it just sort of like yeah it's number 50 takara's not going to do anything particularly special for it i would have thought 50 would be more a character everyone knows i mean you, Jason, you you know Tigertron, but you're not familiar with Beast Wars. Whereas no, 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 no. I know of Tigertron. Okay, you know of Tigertron. I've heard of Tigertron. As a, as a, <laughs> Tigertron is a character name that is definitely something that exists. <laughs> well, then you know all about him then. But I, I would have thought 50 would be a more universal sort of character, if you know what I mean. Just Tigertron. Max. I mean, I was kind of hoping they'd go for something significant, but at this point, I feel like we've thrown any sensible masterpiece numbering out the window, so anything goes. I mean, look, you should, you, Sakara can still be commended for at least releasing things in numerical order, unlike, unlike fans' toys. <laughs> I, mean, I, <laughs> I mean, I guess you could say it's significant in that it's, you know, MP50 is the first official masterpiece upscale. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so 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 you're with me on the upscaling front, eh? Yeah, it's the first official. It's first masterpiece knockoff. That's official. <laughs> no, well, I was going to say it's not the first masterpiece knockoff because they've been around for donkey's years. Yeah, have um, you met MPO one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I've, I was going to say I have the Igear Seekers as well, which. I, oh, yeah. I think I still have them. They're somewhere around. Um, you can see this in this photo here. You can see the big boy in front, and you see the little boy in the back. Cheetor is behind him uh, with Dinobots and Primal, and I believe that might just be a, a Generations Rhinox um, in the back yeah. as well, or is it or is it Rat Trap? I can't quite tell. That's no, Rhinox. Maybe there's a better better angle there. So you can see um, you can see some more of the some more of the detail on the. Um, on the uh, the arms, the the sort of covering of the arms, the the backpack uh, on on this shot, and oh, and there's the other one. We won't talk about her yet. <laughs> Don't mention her. No, no, we can, we'll mention her. But yeah, yeah, I know. Um, so so yeah, uh, I, I I feel like I feel like I should know the answer to this and don't. But are either of you guys Beast Wars fans? Yes. So what, what what's your feeling about having a masterpiece Tigertron? Uh, again, um, don't really have room for masterpiece Beast Wars stuff, but this guy does look cool. And when, whenever you think of Tigertron, usually you think of his debut episode, and this is sort of just a pose that he does, but it's one that you remember him for. I see. Yeah. Uh, apparently, I need to watch some Beast Wars. Yes, you um, do. 
so look, I look, I, I say we'll be ordering this. I have already like noted my noted my interest in pre-ordering this with my with my supplier. Um, uh, will either of you guys be getting it? Nope. <laughs> you might as well just ask me if I know who Tigertron is. The answer oh. I, be I believe I did, but like I don't know who Tigertron is, but I'm still going to order him. Oh, I can respect that at least. <laughs> <laughs> fair yeah. enough. Fair enough. Let's uh, let's talk about the other masterpiece reveal. Masterpiece 51 is RC. Now, mm. um, now I just not notably both of these figures on uh, on display were supported by a masterpiece stand. Um, you can see you can see RC there as well. Now There's one up her RC. Oh dear. <laughs> oh dear. So um so it looks like RC comes up to Magnus's waist or so, which is probably about in scale with other other Autobot masterpiece cars. Now we've there's there's been some controversy uh, over the chest design, over the face design, and the backpack. Um, first of all. Are you guys excited by a Masterpiece RC? Yeah, right. I'm glad they're doing it. I mean, I'm not, you know, wholly taking the figure enough to decide on purchasing it, seeing it yet. But, you know, it's, I didn't expect them to do it and they sort of pulled her out of nowhere. And, I mean, it doesn't look perfect, but it looks pretty good. Look, looking at this, looking at it here, I feel like there's some details that I've noticed for the first time. Like, I can see some of the panels that make up the legs. That's going to be an interesting transform. Um, and of course, there's the the sort of discussion about the folded in panels on the backpack. Let's um let's have a look at the backpack there. So uh, the backpack does seem to be a bit of a uh, bit of a bit of a fold on fold on fold uh, thing, as we, we've seen with some of the Transformers uh, masterpieces of the last couple of years. I mean, Bumblebee especially with the feet. Um, do you do you guys have a preference on backpack design? I feel, I feel like RC is a very difficult transformer to do without essentially making a making her a shell former with a backpack. Yeah, especially we're talking animation G one RC. Like I don't really know what else I could have done. Um, ultimately, it's going to come down to how well she can stand up. If that isn't an over encumbrance, then you know I think it'll be okay. But if that's all. You know, quite solid, weighty plastic. Then I think it's going to be an issue, and we can't really ascertain that until people get it in hand. Oh, we kind of can from looking at what's happened to Hound. It's going to be very light. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I, I'm, you know, I'm this. I am not in the audience for this uh, masterpiece figure, but yeah, it was a shock to see that she was mentioned, and then you got two prototypes of her, and she looks good. And usually. Whenever people say, I don't like the look of the backpack, usually whenever they get it in hand, the backpack doesn't really factor into it as much as people think. Usually. That's true, yeah. And, um, um, yeah, it just looks good. So it just, I'll just draw attention to the vehicle mode. Like, the, uh, the vehicle mode looks like it's just come out of the cartoon. It's extremely impressive. Very nice pink, i got to say. Yeah, it's a, it's a very it's a very harsh pink, like a very fluorescent, and I don't yeah. know if that's actually just Chris's photos, but I also suspect that this might be a bit of a hand painted prototype. So I suspect the final production might not look quite like this. Yeah, and it's weird because if you look at the other picture of RC and you look at the car in the background, it looks white. I thought that one, the other 
what last one you were just on. That one. It looks white-ish. Uh, it could be just a camera lens flare-up or something. I, I, I do think uh, I do think the the sort of vivid pink on that is sort of it's offset there. Like that's that looks a lot lighter, possibly because of the the light above it. But uh, I mean, the figure the figure itself does actually have quite a um, quite a. It's not a. It's not maybe not vivid. It's it's almost a dark a darker shade of pink than I expected it to be. But I'm I'm pretty confident that this is really just a hand painted prototype, so it shouldn't be too bad. Um, what about the face design here? I, I've, I've seen I've seen people talk about the talk about the face a bit disparagingly. I don't I don't really I don't really have a problem with it. She's sort of got a bit of a bit of a neutral expression, but I assume that there'll be uh, multiple face options, just like we've seen with uh, with other recent masterpieces. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's pretty common. But what have people been saying about her face? I haven't. Um, they, they've been saying that the the face looks a little bit stretched, a little bit elongated. Okay. Well, that could just be, you know, the base face. You could get other faces with her. Oh, yeah, that's that's probably actually just going to be the case if you think about a lot of recent masterpieces. So, be able to put yeah, I, I I feel like she's likely to have um, she's likely to have multiple multiple face plates. Um, the elephant in the room, chest. What do, what are we thinking? It? Do we do we think it's mistransformed? I have to assume that shifts up somehow. Like, I don't want to be the guy, like, talking about the robot breasts. But, like, it, it does just look weird. It does. <laughs> it, it, it does. It, so it, it, looks, it looks weird to me for a couple of reasons. One is the exposed screws in the shoulder behind uh, behind where we assume the chest, should, the chest piece should be. Uh, and also the fact that there's a, a large sort of white... There's a large thing that looks like a hinge in the middle of the uh, exposed part of the neck. Now, I don't, I don't necessarily remember RC having such a large white collar below the neck, and I'm not, I'm not alone in this. But I have seen some, I have seen some photos going around that actually say, no, no, this is actually how Takara prefers RC to look. So I'm not. I'm, I, I'm not. I'm not 100 sold on the the chest being sort of something that moves up and down um, on that on that hinge, or or that this is wrong. But it does it does feel like it's not particularly correct, especially given that Takara is we know going for animation accuracy. No, it, it's especially considering how animation accurate so much of a rest of a figure is. Mm. Um, I, I don't really know why it would be like that if it's. In, as an intentional decision, um, you know, obviously, if it turns out to be like that, I guess we'll just find out for you know whatever transformation or what whatever you reason they've chosen to do it. Uh, but for the time being, I think yeah, I, I think we can almost assume that it's mistransformed just because it looks so obviously mistransformed. Mm. Um, the last thing that I think we should probably call attention to here, based on the um, based on the photo that we're looking at, at least, oh, maybe, maybe the back photo shows it a little bit better. Uh, the knee design looks a little bit new, a little bit novel. The uh, because RC has sort of a, a solid a solid kneecap uh, at the front, it looks to me as if the ratchet for the knee is actually placed at the back of the leg, and there's a part there's a there's a part you can just sort of see. 
uh, the knee sort of uh, extending just above the the pink kneecap that I think might uh, might sort of extend out if the if you bend the knee if you bend the knee back so that the the what am I saying so that the knee pad stays in front and doesn't really reveal the inner workings of the leg. It almost looks like sort of a figment joint if you look at the way it appears on the back. I am like, unfamiliar, uh, but okay. <laughs> it's, well, it's like a disc hinge, right? Where it's um just I some people would know what I mean by that, and hmm. Jason I think is just the Transformers man, so yeah. He, he does uh, so it looks to me from the placement of that, the placement of the round part, which I assume would hold a, a ratchet of some kind. It looks to me like the the top and the bottom half of the leg would just would just sort of split apart when that's bent, and obviously wouldn't bend the other the other way. Um, so yeah, maybe that's all that's going to happen in there. They'll just it'll just reveal some of the inner workings of the of the leg, but it does feel like it's something that they might just cover up with an, another white panel inside the leg. Yeah, what I'm, and that's what I'm thinking is that sort of pink section on the back of the knee. It's like sort of two rotating discs that move like that, mm. if you get what I mean. And that's how that it will bend. And so it, it maintains a, bit, a much cleaner silhouette. It, yeah, it really does. I feel like I feel like we haven't really seen masterpieces using this design before, but then none of them have really been trying to capture that sort of human form leg design for a while, uh, for a while either. Maybe some of the maybe some of the beasts might have some some similar designs. We'd have to look into it. Right. Um, so given that this is the first reveal of these figures, it's probably, I think we'd be, I think we'd be lucky to see one of these figures at the end of the year. Um, I think it's going to be a long time before we actually see, before we actually see these figures released proper. In the meantime, there's time enough for a few plus releases. So, um, and the, well, a few plus releases. There are there are other figures coming up as well. We do know that uh, there's a black repaint of the MP44 convoy mold. There'll be a, a Nemesis convoy as MP49, I think. Um, and we've also got uh, uh, Leo, Leo convoy. How how do you actually pronounce that? Is it Leo, Leo or Leo? I think it's Leo. Oh, great. Possibly because, uh, <laughs> well, I mean. Leo. Leo yeah, Convoy is coming out apparently this month. So okay. if, you've been, if you've been waiting for him, which um, I, I do have him on order, so I'm, I'm looking forward to getting that figure. It does look great. Uh, and there is also an MP38 Plus uh, Burning Convoy uh, due for release sometime in the next couple of months as well. So I think we're going to be well, we're going to be well served for sort of plus releases and repaints and, and the like for a little while before the new molds come out. Definitely like a, it. a steady drip. Yeah, yeah, a, a steady drip. There's been a, there's been a bit of a there's been a bit of a glut of releases in the last couple of months because Bumblebee got delayed. So Bumblebee and Hound hit pretty much at the same time, and now we've uh, we've got MP19 Plus that's coming out this week, uh, and and Leia Convoy is going to be coming out in the next couple of weeks as well. But I think from here on we'll probably be sort of spaced out a little bit more, like maybe. Maybe once a month, every or once every couple of months. Let's continue to talk about Wonderfest. I've got a wall of text on the uh, on the screen share in front of me, mainly because uh, the first. So my first reaction as soon as I saw that people were tweeting things from an official Takara Tomy stand at Wonderfest was to jump on Twitter and just go, "Holy shit! Someone please go and ask them about Hound." Because <laughs> Because uh, over over the last over the last few weeks, and I haven't actually opened my hound yet, and I said I know I said I would, but I haven't. 
I've come to I've come to sort of believe that Hound is kind of a bit of a problem for Takara Tomi and maybe it's maybe it's going to become more of a problem because there are breakages there are breakages from people who don't manhandle their transformers there are multiple things that are breaking and i think it's a i think it's a big shame and takara doesn't really seem to care about it too much um someone did actually go and ask ask the people on the stand three questions a couple Chris, we did send Chris Wine back to ask, and he ran into the booth girls who didn't have a didn't really have much of a, a, a didn't have an answer for our questions. Um, but uh, one of the one of the TFW uh, mods did get to speak to someone from Takara Tomi and ask them the three questions. One was about the quality control issues um, with Masterpiece Hound, and they said something that I I had a I had a discussion with someone on Twitter who echoed these sentiments. They said. Hound is Hound is assembled from pieces made in multiple factories. So there's no one single factory that's responsible for manufacturing Hound. Different pieces are made in different factories, then they're shipped into one place and they're all assembled. Now, one of the reasons that one of the reasons apparently for doing that is so that there's less chance of a complete Hound walking off the production line during a, a lunchtime special production run or anything like that. But it, what what it also has led to is uh, different pieces that come from different factories, perhaps not fitting together quite so well, and tolerances being a little bit weird. So the the direct quote is uh, regarding the factories: different materials were used in Vietnam, but they were unaware how they would pan out for Hound, as they were unaware of what the results will be. They know of the breakages right now, and they're having quite a lot of them, but no decision has been made for a future re-release. Or if they will change the factories or materials. Mm. Takara don't really care at the moment. Um, uh, that's how. That's, that's how right I. Now. Sorry. I said they're getting their money right now. They'll figure it out later. Track. Well, they're getting their money right now. They are getting rather a lot of money. Like I paid two hundred and forty dollars for Hound. A lot of people paid a similar price, and to to be getting figures that break so easily, and uh, you know, some some of them are even shipping. Uh, they're breaking in the shipping box. That's really disappointing, and I, I'm I'm pretty disappointed to see Takara just take a take an attitude of like, yeah, we know about it. Uh, we haven't really decided whether we'll fix it in a re-release, um, but they also haven't really sort of they haven't really owned it and just gone, yeah, no, this is this is a bit broken. We're going to recall it like they did with Masterpiece Ramjet, where uh, one of the shoulders was misassembled out of the factory. But also, by the same token, I'm not sure whether or not they really need to recall it because. People are people are getting their hounds. They're breaking, and they are sending them back to their retailer and making making the retailer return it to Takara Tomi and get a replacement. So maybe maybe people are okay. Uh, I, I don't mean okay, I don't mean they're okay with the quality, but maybe people's requirements and needs for actually changing this stuff. Maybe they're maybe they're being taken care of. Well, uh, there's also a chance that people some people who do have breakages are sort of lucky in the way that they can repair whatever breakage they may have. But at the same time, this whole thing just sounds like Takara Tomi's done some sort of experiment with their Masterpiece line, and it's just failed on all fronts. Yeah, um, I, I, I tend to agree. It really, it really does sound... It does sound like that because the, especially the line where it says they were unaware of what the results will be, but yeah. they've shipped it anyway. 
Yeah, it just doesn't feel like there wasn't. Feels like there wasn't really any testing done where that for a, a release as expensive as this, there absolutely should have been. Yeah, yeah. Um, the other another question. Uh, there was an Armada Optimus Prime mold that was demonstrated. Uh, it was shown at a, a recent uh, recent show a while ago. But uh, they said they they don't really know whether they're going to put him in Masterpiece in Generations or in another line. Um, Fair enough. Uh, I would have thought that before designing one of those figures, you might know where you're going to release it. But um, okay, <laughs> it, it would it would help, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, it would. <laughs> I mean, like I know a lot of us are going to buy anyway, but I'd love to know what on earth they were thinking there. It's going to get announced as MP52 next week. Just just wait and see. Um, <laughs> and the the other the other one is a rather more interesting uh, question because. There's been a lot of theories over what's caused the recent price increases. Now, we we did, of course, see MP44 climb up towards the $600 price point for a single figure, making it making them sort of the most expensive general release uh, general release masterpiece figure ever. And so, people have been wondering what is going on with the pricing. Why are why are masterpiece prices climbing so significantly and so steeply? Like Hound. Hound is a figure that is not that much bigger than any of the Datsun molds, but the Datsuns are generally, you know, sort of about $100, $120. Hound is literally twice that price. And I would also, well, I'll save my counterpoint to that. Um, according, to, according to Takara, the price increase is because of the demand from fans for the cartoon aesthetic uh, which I'm not. I wasn't aware that that was a demand from fans because it's more of an observation from fans that they have been going for more of a cartoon aesthetic. But fair enough. And um, they, they they do cite uh, an explanation that I have heard from the community before, which is just simply the number of parts has gone up. Um, every single part costs money. So as you increase the number of parts in the figure, you also increase the um, you also increase the the price. So you know we we have seen we have seen some figures with extremely complex transformations like um, some of the some of the backpack on Sunstreaker some of the leg parts that fold in and out for uh, MP44. Um, so Takara is laying laying the blame on uh, complexity of meeting the cartoon aesthetic for the uh, for the the price the price rises. Um, so uh, yeah, uh, it does also so it does also go on that. Uh, the the mod from TFW Gamer Lingual did tell the the Takara Tomi fan uh, the Takara Tomi representative at the booth that many fans feel they'll be forced to quit the hobby uh, if the prices become too expensive, and they know and they've discussed with the executives and apparently this contributes to the decisions of what figures will be made next Tigertron and RC. We'll see. Hmm. Anyway, um, yeah, okay, I. I don't. I don't know that we really expected any response to those inquiries to be very different. I. I would have. Exp I would. I would have found a. A bit more of a. Uh, a bit more of a discussion over Hound's quality control issues. A little bit. Um, a little bit refreshing, but I don't think that we expected much different. Uh, I don't really know how things are going to change, really, because it's like if they. If they're using the parts count as justification for price increase then obviously people start demanding a decrease in price and they're gonna love a parts count just because they can that's what they've established is uh their business model 
So, you know, no matter what they do, people are going to um, complain about it either way. So I don't really see much changing. Yeah, look, people are going to complain either way, I think. And also, we know that... Uh... I mean, we, we know that people do appreciate the, the cartoon aesthetic and we do also tend to hold uh, Takara's masterpieces up against companies like Fans Toys that do have, well, I was going to say they do have some similarly expensive figures, although Takara just seems to be well over and over and above and beyond Fans Toys pricing for their figures now as well. Now, the, 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 the counterpoint to the parts count argument they specifically said that the number of parts for each figure has gone up compared to Masterpiece Datsuns or Wheeljack, for example. Well, that's fine, but I picked up a Masterpiece Datsun this week. It was MP19 plus smokescreen. Uh, so the parts count for him is uh, admittedly low, according to the according to this representative, but he was $185. Yeah, yeah, Tia. Um, he's probably... <laughs> He's probably the most expensive Datsun that there is, and I don't, I don't really know. Based on this justification for the parts count being the reason for the uh, reason for the price increase, I don't, I don't know why he's uh, that expensive. Is, is smokescreen oh, out of print? Smokescreen still no, being made. No, you can get smokescreen if you want. The, but the the plus is the plus is great actually. Like the the colors are fantastic, um, and it, 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 the paint job on him is fantastic. Uh, it just looks like he's stepped out of the cartoon with an older mold, but still. Um, but yeah, no, like uh, I just I feel like uh, I feel like they they're aware that people are going to ask these questions, and they're sort of trotting out a pre like a, a rehearsed excuse, a know. pre-prepared statement. That's that's where I was going. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, look, look, we haven't actually we haven't really discussed pricing of masterpieces that much like what do you what are you guys feeling about about current masterpiece prices are they putting you off purchasing more oh um, yeah but it's kind of a decision not to buy them really it's they just make <laughs> it takes all the decision making out of my hands and it's like i don't need to mull over um what i'm doing and i don't need to budget anything because i can just go right that that off was prime six hundred dollars i'm not buying it <laughs> that optimus prime is six hundred dollars so, that one is a hundred. Yeah, it, it seems like more or less instead of them mentioning a new toy now, they're sort of mentioning a new price tag. <laughs> so you can see just how high they're climbing uh, every time. The prices for so the prices for these new figures um, did come out, but I can't remember. I, can't I think they're both they're both over two hundred um, US. Maybe. Um, let me just see if I can find. Because I mean, like, they, I know it's not the same line, but what do you think about alternators? I mean, they would have been a much smaller parts count, wouldn't they? But you're still getting a serviceable lookalike G1 toy. Um, alternators didn't really look like the G1 toys. Um, they, okay. they were they were definitely reimaginings based on. Based on uh, sort of modern modern vehicles, real life yeah. vehicles, not cartoon, uh, and they all sort of tended to they all sort of tended to sort of just sort of munge up whatever was going on around the chest. They were Bionic Tech and Alternators were very much made in service of the alt mode. Uh, um, I can't find I, I can't find the pricing, but um, uh, I, I believe someone said that 
RC's price, I think, was 2,200 yen. Um, I'll just see if I can. I'll see if I can Google it quickly. Uh, $145 for RC. Mm, that that'll be US dollars. Yeah. Is that yeah. masterpiece yeah. RC? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I didn't yeah. even realize that. Now's the price. That's actually. Uh, I honestly don't think that's too bad. I mean, some of them have been a bit ridiculous, but RC like, it could be better, but it's okay in my in my view. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're right. So it's, it's uh, 16,000 16, yen, so 145 USD for RC. That will probably convert to... I, I, I kind of feel like it's going to end up about the same price as Hound, about 240. Um, and I think Tigertron, someone said, um, must have been the... the must have been the 22,000 22, or something like that. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's be becoming... It's sort of, with the pricing, it's sort of becoming a more niche market now, isn't it? A little bit. Look, um, it's worth pointing out, like, Tigertron is a large figure, even if he is sort yeah. of... Even if he does look like an upscale, he's somewhere between Cheetor and Dinobot. Dinobot... Dinobot was the uh, the sticker shot king for a little while. I think coming in at like three hundred and thirty or three hundred and fifty dollars, um, and yeah. So like I, I would not be too surprised to see Targetron coming in at about uh, well that price or so. And remember when also, Dinobot's price came out, we we're like, yeah, that's a bit high, but you know, future figures won't be future prices <laughs> well, so, won't be so bad. Uh, yeah, well, well so we thought, no and coming. then Megatron came out. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Let's move on to uh, a couple of other a couple of other news stories. Uh, uh, this blurry photo, <laughs> this blurry photo, uh, is, I believe, a world first uh, taken by uh, by our group member Matt E. Sanders in Toy World in Doncaster, Victoria. They show. Uh, Jason, you go on mute. Wait, so is Max? What? Yeah, I'm still here. That I've lost okay. Jay. We've lost Jason. Yeah. Jason. We can't hear you. I don't have any. I don't know if he can hear us. Yeah. Uh, no, he can. He can. Okay. <laughs> so you come here often? Well, how about your good self? Oh, you know, how about those um, Cyberverse Deluxes, mate? That's. Oh, you mean Grimlock and Rodimus? There's a Grimlock. <laughs> it's pretty exciting. There's an Autobot logo on a package. It's. Yeah, there's stuff. quite a few different accessories that they come with. It says Transformers. Uh, yeah, it's got a bit of yellow, a bit of blue. Yeah, it's a, um, box. a bit maybe inefficient, but it's a nice presentation. Yeah, I don't know where the... Uh, <laughs> Jason's probably kicking himself right now going, these two <laughs> tossers, the oh, fuck no, are they talking the, about? <laughs> this is the high-tier commentary that you will come here for. This is champagne commentary. <laughs> I mean, of course, from these photos here, we can clearly get a good sense of uh, just how these figures work. Um, I think Rodimus is looking about masterpiece tier, Grimlock, not quite as much, but you know, you can clearly see the articulation, the transformation scheme there. Yep, you know, it's all very. Um, it's all we're looking. I don't know how much more I can get. I can't think uh, of much else. I saw, there was it's, another... a, it's a toy world. It's pretty exciting. Yeah. Uh, does that mean it's going to be an increased price hike? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Going to Jason, it is. Um, there was another photo. I don't know if it's attached to this article, but it did show off Grimlock's alternate mode. Oh, yeah, there are just... actually some good photos here, but I can't 
switch to them on the screen. Yeah. Nah, Jason's, but, oh, wait. Um, is he going to give us a better photos? I think he is. Oh, there there's Rodimus. Jason, can you go to the next couple, which have back of box, because then we can actually oh, not God. have a sarcastic discussion. There we, there we go. The hot rod's become a pyromaniac. That's that's interesting. <laughs> and I guess uh, it's kind of fitting. He's looking like a bit shell formery on the forearms. This is an actual discussion at this point. Yeah. In case you're yeah. wondering. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm it looks decently poseable too. I've been surprised to see how well these deluxes have been shaping up. Uh, yeah, he looks uh, as I think this is the first time I've seen that car op mode, and that's just screaming cars to me. I've never seen the movies, but it looks a lot like that main car. <laughs> I kind of like it. It looks like an 80s vision idea of a future car, which yes. if we're thinking Hot Rod, that's pretty fitting. Yeah. Can you hear the love no, as, as, you, as you might have heard on a recent Doctor Who episode. Uh, I'm sorry about that. I don't know what happened, but I am back. Feel, feel free to continue. Uh, I think well, I was finished. <laughs> finished? Oh, okay. Look, I'm, I'm, ex the... I'm excited for these guys. Like, I like the first round of I like the first round of Cyberverse Deluxes, and I did mentally commit to finishing the Builder figure. Um, the, so the first the first wave was four figures. This wave is two. Uh, so Rodimus and Grimlock, which are kind of the ones that I'm looking forward to, because I like Rodimus in the cartoon, and I'm looking for a looking forward to a cartoon accurate uh, representation of him, and um, uh, and also like uh, Cyberverse Grimlock is hilarious and uh, hilarious and cool and cute, but also um, the, so the last four figures have been split into two waves, and the last two will be available about mid year. Uh. Yeah, mm. like like I was saying before, when you were gone, the car mode just screams the car from Cars. <laughs> it kind of, it kind, it kind of does. Um, it's probably, I mean, it's probably intentional on the part of the animators as well. Um, yeah. Can we, can we get back and talk about Grimlock? Yeah, go on. Because like, <laughs> so, so I, I, like I said, I enjoy Grimlock in the cartoon. This is a very, very, very cartoon accurate looking Grimlock. I reckon it's, I reckon it's going to be great. Yeah, um, really looking forward to it. Yeah, I, I think they got a pick of the back of him, haven't they? Yeah, they, it, the, um, his, his dinosaur mode's a bit weird, but sure. He's got devil horns, but that looks cool. I mean, anything looks cool on Grimlock. That's true. That's true. It also does come with. Uh, so, the th one of the things that I really like about these Cyberverse figures uh, is yeah. the effects pieces. Yeah, and that's they something actually look direction that we haven't really seen much before. Yeah. Um, the, the, the effects pieces are pretty good. Rodimus comes with two flames. Um, and like they're also they're siege compatible as well. Uh, and Grimlock comes with a, a giant, giant fire breathing mouthpiece, mouthpiece thing as well. Um, so like you can you can use those you can use those pieces with siege. I'm not sure if you can use them with masterpieces, possibly not, but um, the fact that they're cross compatible and with siege is also really good. Um, so yeah, look, I, I'm I'm looking forward to getting these getting these guys. I have a bit of a Cyberverse shelf that started. I don't think it's going to go much beyond the Deluxes, the Sharkies, and the Quintesson set that I've got. But um, yeah, that's that's it's not nothing as far as uh, as far as Hasbro is concerned. Uh, the only the only thing I would take as a 
possible bad point for the boxes is they all look like they're the character Bumblebee. It says Bumblebee like right on top of the figure's <laughs> name. So if you are a parent trying to go shopping for your child to buy one of these, and they say, get me Grimlock, you say, well, I just saw Bumblebee, but there were different ones of him. I, I don't know. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, yeah. Uh, I mean, this is also the perils of calling a movie Bumblebee and the the toy line that ties into it as well. But um, the branding is branding is interesting. We've talked about this a, a couple of times. It's said that Bumblebee Cyberverse Adventures is the UK branding for Cyberverse, but I don't think that's true. Like, if you go to UK toy websites and look up Cyberverse figures, they've got the normal Cyberverse branding. So I don't think it's a UK branding. I I, I don't know where it's come from. Could, is, could it just be for the builder figure line? Uh, oh. No, no. So the, there are other figures that have um, Bumblebee Cyberverse Adventures as well. Uh, yeah. and so season three of the cartoon is coming out, and it's possible that we'll see the season three, season three of the cartoon is renamed. We'll we'll see what happens. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's let's move on. Um, so when Brad was preparing the run sheet for us tonight, he did put. He put some in-hand photos of uh, Earthrise Grapple in for us to look at. And I've chosen a different set of photos because uh, mainly because mainly because I'm, I'm I'm quite fond of the photos that uh, Liam, who's uh, Toy Box Soapbox, uh, takes. And so he's gotten his hands on master. Oh, I say masterpiece. But it's like a mini masterpiece. He's got his hand. He's got his hands on Earthrise Grapple, and he's taken some fantastic-looking photos. And like. Like many other people, he sort of comes to the conclusion that it is like a miniature masterpiece. It's it's a very well it's a very well put together figure, and it's it's actually the first grapple we've had in quite a while. Um, we did get an Inferno in uh, Power of the Primes, uh, but there was no grapple that went with him. So uh, I think you have to go. I think you have to go back to one of the one of the, the universe sublines. Yeah, uh, yeah. In yeah. order to in order to find a grapple, and even so, that was called Solar Storm. And none of them particularly accurate. Yeah, yeah, none, none of them were none of them looked so much like a G1 grapple, and so we're we're kind of blessed in this case. So um, Liam's put together some fantastic photos, um, sort of showing grapple in action. They're, they're really well lit. They're really well really well composed. Uh, and yeah, he's he's got a lot of options. You can see you can see in this photo here, you can see the uh, the, the claw attachment to the left arm, uh, yep. but you can also swap that out for a a nozzle. Mm. <laughs> yes, yeah, so it is. Inferno really repaint, masterpiece. Oh yeah, 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 very, very much. I mean, uh, because that's, also... that's an incredible figure. So, if people yeah. can get a cheaper version of that, then don't see any reason why not. It also looks like the the arm attachments can go on either arm, because we can see the nozzle is on the uh, on the right arm there yeah. as well. Unless, unless the photo's been flipped, can't tell. But yeah, uh, and. My my favourite shot here. He's he's got a collection of uh, G one grapple, universe grapple, masterpiece grapple, and siege uh, siege uh, Earthrise grapple all together. And you can, you can just sort of see the evolution of the character over the years, but you can also see where some of the some of the Earthrise figures details just directly ape that masterpiece figure. Like, yeah. Look at look at look at that right look at the right leg of the Earthrise figure, and then look at the masterpiece behind them. It's it is it is just a miniature version of it. Pretty much. More power to him if I want to do that. Like if if it works, and it certainly comes off as a lot closer to a G one figure than a universe version. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah. So Universe was some of the the earlier days of Universe. They were never really concerned with being that close to G one. They were very much reinventing those figures. So, um, like yeah. Universe has its own charm. Mm, very much so. Um, yeah, this this little grapple that we're looking at here, it it looks amazing. Maybe um, we we're talking before about the prices for Masterpiece going up. Maybe we can convince them to start buying these toys instead. <laughs> maybe 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 that's the point now um yeah yeah <laughs> so yeah it's it's great it's it's nice to see some of these uh some of these in-hand photos and you can see sort of he's got a functioning crane on the back of him as well yeah and he's gonna grab spike because he's had enough of his shit <laughs> yeah yeah no i mean everyone has right let's move on we've got some in-hand photos of uh of voyager the voyager starscream from Earthrise as well, uh, who the person the person doing the comparison has very kindly placed him next to Universe Starscream, just so you can sort of see a lot a lot of there's a lot of us sort of thinking that this is an oversized or an upscaled version of the old classics mold. Still don't know if they're right or not. I'm probably not going to be able to find out until I get this in my hands for myself. I don't know if I believe anyone, but uh, it's sort it, it it sure it sure looks close, doesn't it? I mean, there's a few differences in terms... Obviously, there's sculpting differences, and there's a few hinges that are present on... You know, hinges and panels that are present on uh, the new version that aren't on the deluxe one. And obviously, the new that, one... That's, that's a luxury of more space to, to fill yeah. out the design as well. In terms of the overall skeleton, like, transformation-wise, like, I would not be surprised that all of you are right and that it is a you know, pretty much just the same thing again. Because I mean, for so, all the, so the, the interesting, but the interesting thing about that is that I thought it would be just a, a, a retool of the Siege Starscream with a without the the Tetra Jet backpack, but it I looks like a it's lot completely of us different. That. Yeah, yeah, it's like Starscream what released a year after a previous G One Star Starscream, and it looks like a completely new mold. Yeah. This is mm. so, I, I have seen I have seen the comparison this evening between the Earthrise. Optimus Prime and Siege Optimus Prime, showing there's a lot of parts reuse, but while they make a similar figure, they're not exactly the same. Like uh, I think the some of the legs transform in the opposite direction on on Earthrise or something like that. But but there's still very obvious reuse of parts or similar parts, and so um, maybe maybe there's some maybe there's some parts that are being reused from the Siege Starscream on this piece, which is why we're sort of thinking, hey, it's a repaint of it, but maybe it is a different mould uh, to accommodate that. I, I just don't know. Yeah, well, we'll know in a few months. The end reports for him. Yeah, yeah. Can yeah. I just get you to flick through? It's nothing particularly important, but just flick through to a photo of that head sculpt for a second. On uh, the yeah. Just uh, hang on. Where's my mouse? There it is. Yeah. God damn, that looks good. I just need to put one to point out. It, 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 it does. It could certainly do with being less overexposed, but yes. <laughs> but yeah, no. It, it, it's just it's got a, some it's really sharply detailed. The whole thing is actually, just, the lines seem really well picked out in a way that often the little greebles on Transformers figures get lost a bit, but everything seems really clear. Let, 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 let's be honest, though. Like, this is one of the things that does differentiate Takara Tomy from third-party figures. The head sculpts are usually these days spot on. Mm. Yeah, no argument there. Mm. Mm. All right. Um, 
there's a I said I'll find the um find the, the the jet mode photos as well. Like he like he really does look like an up an upscaled uh, an upscaled generations at this point. The I, I I wonder if I wonder if the use of that as sort of a base for the new figure is a reaction to what some of the fans have been saying about how all the jet modes for seekers recently have just had all the arms and legs just hanging off the bottom of them. This should make for a much cleaner figure. Although I noticed that we've, we haven't got a, a picture of the underside of them. But, yeah. no, but um, I mean, it's, if, if it's following that original deluxe skeleton, it'll be, I mean, it'll be pretty tidy. If you remember, I don't, I know you own a lot of them, Jason. <laughs> yeah. It is a remarkably clean figure. It is. It is. That's right. Uh, we are going into we're going into news in brief, and that's probably about right for our runtime at the moment. Uh, three zero, not three A, whatever the difference is. Three zero was showing off their deluxe Bumblebee Soundwave. There we go. So we're talking about the problem with naming things for a single character. Uh, the, the Bumblebee Soundwave is also showing off at Wonderfest, and holy shit, he looks great. Mm, yeah, oh, really good. God, this yeah. is an instant pre-order because just. Like for all the ten seconds he was in the movie, goddamn that looks good. Max, just as not just the design, but as a figure. Max, you know how you're talking about the price of figures being an instant deterrent to buying them. Yeah, I know, but if I don't do that, it means I can do this, so it all works out. Yeah, fair enough. So in a way, for free zero sandwave. Yeah, uh, uh, look, I've been I've been saying for a while that I feel like there's a there's a space for a line above masterpiece, and. Like I can't, I kind of don't really need my masterpiece figures to transform because they just sit on the shelf in robot mode. So like, maybe, maybe it is a, a, a three zero style figure that I think comes in above the masterpiece line, and maybe these need to start going on my shelves. I don't know. Uh, also, just three uh, zero prime toys certainly seem to be filling that void at the moment. Um, yeah, yeah. So, so flame toys, flame toys less so because they're model kits, but these are more articulated statues, and like you can see the engineering inside them as well. Um, well but, flame toys does also have that Kuro Karakuri line, but is the if a chemical tank design stuff? Mm, yeah, yeah, that's, that's true. I, I just I don't see anything that really really sort of stands up to this in terms of um, in terms of like just solid design and quality as well. Um, and there's uh, so there's Ravage as well that um that first shot of sound where we saw i was just like is that optimus prime's head on top of him <laughs> hasn't, hasn't that always been the problem with Soundwave though yeah good <laughs> point <laughs> it's, it's why like on occasion like in marvel g1 they give him a mouth instead of your faceplate i think there's a scene where he's talking optimus prime and they give him a mouth to distinguish the two <laughs> well, and and these days people are fond of having Prime remove the faceplate as well. So yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So three zero um, Soundwave does look fantastic. I believe he's due for a media release, uh, and he will cost a lot of dollar dues. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but you are getting a very well detailed figure, very much. Very and, much. I, and I appreciate that they've you know gone the whole mile with Ravage too, given. How Ravage played a surprisingly significant role in the movie. So, you know. surprisingly significant, you say? Well, okay, maybe not <laughs> significant, but like it, surprising. He, he was the only named Decepticon in the entire movie. So, <laughs> you know, yeah, <laughs> very true. Very true. 
All right, uh, let's move on. Uh, Fanstoys, the company that likes to release figures out of order. Uh, Fanstoys had a little bit of fun at the expense of the coronavirus this week, releasing <laughs> releasing a, uh, a, a photograph that you can see on screen with many of their characters, uh, many of their characters with face masks on and their forthcoming on-again, off-again, on-again uh, Soundwave figure, I think I believe he's Sonic Core or Sonic Wave, um, just just sort of teasing people, letting you know that he's still coming. And lo and behold, look at that on the look at that on his right. There is a new Perceptor as well. Mm. That is, so, Fanstoy's Tesla has long stood as one of the only masterpiece uh, renditions of Perceptor, but he's a little bit fragile and a little bit breakable. So uh, it looks like Fanstoy's want to make another run at him and release a new version. So we'll see how that pans out for them. That Soundwave figure is looking very much like a modern Takara Tomy um, cartoon accurate Soundwave. So holy shit, that looks great. But uh, We'll see. We'll see what Takara does in response, because I suspect they might well go back for another run at Soundwave soon as well. Yeah. Oh, it'll have to be on the cards because that's the sort of thing where they can repaint and they can pump out cassettes, and now it'll sell well. Yeah, that's right. He's one. He's one of the most. He's one of the most popular Transformers characters um, around the world. He's also one of the best known because people are always like, "Oh, I had that one that turns into a cassette player." Um, but also notable, I think, because he's one of the most. He's one of the most well-known characters for Transformers in Japan, and Japan historically really likes Autobots. Yeah, I was That's just... Um, you can start a pretty good argument with this picture as well as to which one's Rumble and which one's Frenzy. Uh, <laughs> it depends what colour each of their face masks are. Again, no, yeah, again, there, there is a red and a blue face There is mask. a red and a blue, yeah, yeah. Uh, I oh, mean, yeah. look... I, I think it's it's fair. I mean, like fans' toys are obviously fans of the uh, fans of Transformers and fan, Transformers fans. So, like you know, uh, you you can guess that uh, there goes Max. You Hi, can Max. guess you can guess that uh, you know that was on purpose. So I was very surprised last year. Um, Takara Tomy showed a, a slew of MP10 repaints in um, Nike Atmos colors. I'll just bring Max back in. <clears throat> G'day, Max. Now, now, now I'm in the center because I'm not the most recent one to join the call. Um, so Nike surprised us last year by, uh, by Sakara showed off a slew of MP10 repaints, and I thought they'd released them all, but apparently they only released the Mango Prime that I furiously hunted down, and I I had assumed that they'd released all of the others, and I just was not looking for them. Um, but no, apparently um, I was. <laughs> I was told by none other than none other than Sixo himself on Twitter this week that Mango Prime was the only one that actually got released. Uh, so this is now the second uh, the second Nike convoy. He's the I believe he's the duck camo color. So they've sort of tried to replicate the colors from the shoe you can see on the left on the Prime that you can see on the right, and they've done a pretty reasonable job of it, but. I don't know what it is. This this color is just this color design is just not as appealing as the mango the mango color they did last year. This this color scheme actually looks like a painted prototype. It doesn't look like a finished product to me. Um, yeah, well, you may you may be right. Uh, apparently, the colors on this version are a little bit different than when it was shown off last year. Um, oh. So, but also people have also pointed out that the red really doesn't match the red on the sneaker on this so yeah, maybe 
maybe there's a few a few more adjustments to be made. Um, but uh, look, I got I got to say, uh, one, I think I, I own too many MP10s already. Like off the top of my head, uh, I've got the I've got MP10, I've got the Year of the Horse one, I've got the EVA, I've got the Seven Eleven, I've got the Ghostbusters, I've got the Golden Lagoon. Um, I think there's a black one somewhere in there as well. Uh, yeah, I think I've I think I've got enough. Oh, and I've got the mango version as well. So I, I'm not really uh, I'm not really feeling the need to buy any more MP10s. Although I did say that before going out and buying the Ghostbusters one last year. Well, as well. it just um, <laughs> it depends on how much of a shoe fan you are, I guess. Oh, it's a shoe in. Oh. <laughs> How did uh, I not see that one? <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't know. I even managed. I even managed to get that one on screen in Q and A a few years ago. But yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. Are Are you guys interested? In, were you guys ever interested in the the Atmos MP10s? And are you interested in this one? Uh, no and no, but it does look nice. Yeah, he's uh, like a nice watermelon colored Optimus Prime. He kind of is a bit of a watermelon, isn't he? You're right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nah, okay. Um, fair enough. Not really that interested. And no, that's, Eli, just, that's just the truck, is it? Not a trailer. Yeah, they're yeah they're 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 um they're robot only, no trailers. Cool. Uh, and the last last story for tonight is new pins because like I like the pins. You love uh, your pins. Yeah. Mainly why I put this in. I was very happy. Um. One of, one of the fellow group admins, Tyson Tyson Wade Richards, put a link into the admin chat this week going, hey, there's new pins. I'm like, click, add to cart, add to cart, add to cart, <laughs> purchase, check out. And, and I'm like, and then I just went back into the chat. I was like, thanks. <laughs> uh, so, so the new pins are for an upcoming convention, C2E2, which is, uh, I think, believe it's a Chicago. Chicago, Chicago uh, Comic and Entertainment Expo, I think it is. Hence C2E2. Um, so uh, we are looking at Hot Rod. And I got to be honest, like. Ironhide. No, that is Hot Rod. I'm, I got to be honest, I'm not really that taken by the, the design of the Hot Rod thing, but it's a Transformers pin, so I've ordered it. Uh, and a new version of Soundwave. Uh, Han Solo has done this before. They've done a Soundwave before. It's up on the or behind me uh this one is a little bit more detailed and has more of a, a more of a sort of a, a metallic finish and more enamel paint uh within it they also released uh optimus prime cufflinks uh which <laughs> god damn the cufflinks are really expensive and also he looks kind of dead um yeah yeah so yeah uh so yeah jumped on and purchased those immediately uh that is the end of the news does uh does anyone else have any news we should talk about Mm, I think uh, there were pictures of the Seacons, which I'm really looking forward to hopefully collecting. Uh, oh, you're, you're, you're right, actually. I did see Seacons photos listed somewhere in one of the. Excuse me, there's someone just going past my house with a very loud engine. Um, there was a photograph of the Seacons somewhere. I'm just scrolling trying to find it because whoever went to the booth and just took photo like tfw's just put everything in one in one gallery yeah oh, there, we there we go there we go let me put the, let me put the news screen share back on uh there we go seacons there we go they look damn exciting 
Um, uh, a lot, a lot of pe- a lot of people who've been getting them are very fond of them. Like they are, they are super expensive for what they are, but they are also engineered slightly, slightly beyond um, what we expected from them. So like, they've got little little extra pieces on them that move and stuff like that. So um, while they are based on the sort of Combiner Wars molds that we know slash love slash loathe, um, they are more detailed and have. You know, a whole bunch of new accessories and stuff like that. Yeah, and I mean, I've got, I've actually got two of uh, G1 Piranacon. Uh, one's actual G1, the other's that BBTS exclusive they did like a decade ago for like fifty bucks. And yeah. um, I, I really am looking forward to adding this to my collection. I just need to find it at a price. <laughs> well, I, I, I think you're gonna have to just go out and start buying them. Because um, I, I think, because, given yeah. that given that they're Takaratomi Mall generation selects, um, I think you're going to find that they're just going to become quite rare after release. Yeah, and they're not doing a box set, are they? But I think they're doing. Don't, I don't think they will. This one. Yeah, yeah. I got to get my get my shoes on and get collecting. You better. You better. Are these um through eBay? Uh, through not eBay. EB Games Zing like um. They they have been offered through EB Games, but they're off the website now, which means that they've run out of their pre-order stock. So you uh, can't you can't go into those stores and buy them now, I believe. But you can uh-huh. you can try your try your luck in store, um, <clears throat> but you can't order them online. Oh well. What have we got uh, new acquisition wise to talk about? Uh, Max, you do you have anything new? No, I have things on pre-order, but. Uh... From what I've read earlier, apparently the coronavirus has stranded packages in China. So that's oh, so, so, that, so the coronavirus has had a couple of effects on things in China. One, yes, um, it's it's slower to get stuff shipped out of China, um, and just like to be to be perfectly to be perfectly blunt, you can't get a coronavirus from a package that has been shipped to you from China. But no, yeah, in, in order, in order to attempt. <laughs> Yeah, but in order to in order to attempt to sort of halt the spread of the virus or at least slow it, uh, China did officially extend the China New Chinese New Year holiday. So uh, I believe I believe it's been extended till next week. So people sort of ended up with an extra an extra week off. There were there, it was a two week sort of festival for celebration. I believe it got extended to three and. Uh, given that, given the the spike in um, cases that's just been reported in the last couple of days, I kind of expect it's going. I I I don't know what's actually going to go on. Um, like they can't they can't just hold people at home indefinitely. Like people do need to go to work, and um, you know packages need to ship out and stuff. So they are going to have to they're going to have to decide what what happens with that. So that is the reason that some packages from China are being delayed at the moment. Mm. Uh, how about yourself, Bradley? Anything new? Uh, <clears throat> I've gotten a few new bits and bobs here with me. Um, well, speaking about the Datsun toys before, uh, I've got two of the three from these. I got Prowl and Blue Streak. Um, both very cool toys. I especially like Blue Streak for some reason. Um, yeah, people people are quite fond of Blue Streak. But what happens is snake. Anyway, uh, there's Prowl. Here's Prowl. <laughs> He's going to be a good replacement for the uh, Hen K uh, 
Heartformers that came out in universe like a decade or so ago. Hmm. Um, I've got, uh, I think it was Singe. I hope it was Singe. But now with Singe, I've got a full, complete, proper uh, Spinister. Because the one of the target masters that came in the Decepticon Phantom Strike Squad was one of his as well. So now I've got them both. And it's nice to have a properly complete Singe. Uh, sorry, Spinister. And yeah, he looks pretty cool. I like yeah. it. Um, also, for the little guys, we got... I the camera can pick this guy up. Yeah, the tiniest of big bots. Yeah. <laughs> little wrong. I shared a picture of him in the, uh, in the group chat for the podcast, and I said he, he turns into a jet-powered pizza slicer. Yes, um, uh, that, that is that wasn't entirely inaccurate either. No. <laughs> but um, he got probably the most simple transformation of the simple transformation. You, see, you, you just peg, peg his legs together, lift up the backpack, fold the arms so they sort of connect into the backpack, and there you go. It's so, so, so what is it? It's meant to be a blaster, but it's also... Um, no, Bradley, definitely... no one knows. Okay. His, his, fun his function is ornamental. Fair enough. <laughs> I just wanted him because I just read he, he's the one that creates matrixes or something like that. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. No one, and... wants, no, no, no one wants to spoil the comics, Bradley. <laughs> <laughs> well, they should have read him already. And also, of course... The you got you, you got yourself some quintessons. Um, now I've not I've not actually looked too closely at the the base of the quintessons. So can you actually move some of their tentacles around? Because I see you've got them sort of standing up. Yeah, they've got um, so they've got this whole bunch here, which is all you know fixed. You can't hmm. move them. It's melt this molded plastic. But he does have four um, poseable. Oh yeah, that's cool. I didn't realize. Yeah. And of course, he's got the face-changing gimmick, mm -hmm. which so is he, a bit so he, finicky. I didn't actually realize that you could. So many things I didn't realize about these these Quintessons. I didn't realize that you could um, change the faces that way. Does that make him a mighty mug? Yes, five yeah. for the price of one. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, like, so that's how mighty mugs change faces. You push them down, and the and the head slides around. So yeah, no, he's basically a mighty mug. That's great. Yeah. Um, I don't know if this is just mine or if it's just, you know, the price of the gimmick. But you, you sort of, if once you flick it through a few times, you get it. You start, you kind of get to know where the actual trail ends. Because once you get to the end of a trail, you have to sort of let it sink back into the groove so it can spin around fully again. Yeah. And um, because I got that, I've also got this. I've got. Yeah, you got you got you got an interesting uh, an interesting shockwave and jazz with um, what I think amounts to Subverse's version of Headmasters. Um, it's Prowl actually. <laughs> oh, that's jazz. right, Prowl. Prowl. Yeah, um, yeah it's shockwave and Prowl with Quintesson control helmets on them. Yeah, and um, so I'm gonna see if anyone wants these two because I don't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just wanted Fair the Quintesson. And I'm very happy to have him. He is uh, very awesome. I was a bit concerned, though, because with the the way it's presented in box, if you were a craft, crafty bastard, 
you could just easily pop the Quintesson out and just walk out with a Quintesson in your pocket. But we do not condone that kind of stuff in the Australian Transformers collectors community. Or any or any collectors community. Yeah. Um, I thought it was I thought it was uh, admirable to see a reduction in the use of plastic. Yes, it is um, very very good. Um, it's funny because it does have instructions for Shockwave and for Prowl. And for the Quintesson judge, it's pretty much just uh, if you press the button, his head spins. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that is all of my newest acquisitions. I, I, I thought it was interesting that the instructions don't actually mention the Quintesson control helmets at all. No, they like, don't. Like There's nothing, nothing on the box even mentions them. It's just like, yep, no, here they are. It's just saying um, he's a bad guy and he's a good guy, and they also have things yeah <laughs> yeah cool all right um so my 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 one acquisition i already already talked about uh a little bit earlier but uh wait i need to put myself on on screen that would be helpful yeah yeah it would uh there we have uh, mp19 plus smoke screen he is a he's a lovely looking boy um the colors just the colors just a fantastic on him like it's it's such a good, such a good red. It's such a good blue, and he, and the white is fantastic. Um, the the sort of the grey colour on his thighs and on the, the weapons, fantastic. And of course, um, he does have. If I can get that right, uh, maybe maybe not. Mm, yeah, he does have a new head. Oh yeah, there we go. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. Uh, Is he smiling or shouting? Uh, so there, so there, there are three faceplates and or two, two faceplates and one applied in the box, and the the new thing, which is clearly worth the uh, extra hundred dollars on the uh, on the thing here, is the uh, the guns, the the shoulder cannons are a completely new mold, and they are attached via a hinge that you really can't see there in the back. Sorry about that. <laughs> there we go. As as I say every time, as I say every time I do this, I'm like a TV weather girl. Um, but yeah. But yeah, so there, there's a there's a new hinge uh, to place those place those cannons on the um, on his shoulders. They go on quite well, I, I find. Uh, where am I going to put him there? I hope the camera focuses on him. There we go. I, I feel like the guns sit in place quite well. Um, it's uh, yeah, it's it's yeah, very, very, I'm very happy with him. I'm less happy about the price, but like uh, he he does look he does look great. So, yeah. I am uh, trying at the moment to get the Siege version of Smokescreen, and uh, yeah, Masterpiece looks pretty good. Yeah, actually, you know what? You just, you just said that there were th you've got two of th you've got the two of the three dats and equivalents in uh, Siege, but there's one more. There's Barricade as well. Yeah, <laughs> very very true. Um, I'm not really after him. I've got um, the collector's Bar Bar Barricade. Barricade is actually quite nice. Um, yeah, I think the yeah. colors on it are really good, but it yeah, no, um, yeah, no, the siege, siege smoke screen is quite nice as well. Yeah, all right, um, that is about that is about it. Um, we're a little bit over time, so I think we should, I think we should finish off. Uh, yeah. anyone have anything to add before we close the show? Nothing on my end, nothing on my end. Speak now or forever hold your peace. Until next week. Uh, thank you for listening, everyone. If you're watching along with the live record, thank you for checking us out. You'll find out find more about these stories with links in the show notes. 
If you'd like to catch up with us, we can find you can find all of us in Transformers Collectors Club Australia on Facebook, the discussion group. Uh, you can catch the podcast on your podcatcher of choice. We are a production of Transformers Collectors Club Australia, a registered club in Victoria run by volunteers donating their time and money to make the club better for everyone. You can... <clears throat> Don't mm-hmm. often, I don't often trip up in the middle of that. You can find more information, including affordable yearly membership options to show your support at transformerscca.com. And you can find Bradley Groovy Guy on Twitch at GroovyGuy0069. Or as he's fond of saying, just look for the big pair of legs with the Bradley between them. <laughs> <laughs> Very nicely done. Uh, thank you. That is all from us. Uh, we'll be back with more Transformers news next week week uh and i will be here next week because i've been grounded i can't go anywhere um so you are grounded i am i am i've been grounded all right um thank you very much and thanks for listening and uh that is it from us goodbye bye bye